feed the babies when they vomit back in its mouth <laughs> like it ate the apple and then it's like here you go and that's what I taste I really like this intro I really do not bad. this is what heavy oh my bad metal my bad over toast. a six-pack toast toast no, crumpets. You needed the crumpets. Heavy metal over crumpets. <laughs> Welcome back. Heavy metal over a six-pack hours. Marcus, Jay, and Anthony. Yo. Bringing you your listening pleasure this evening. And if you're into that kind of thing, yeah. We are? Did that come in the mail? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> to get through all the... Uh, the uh, Psycho Babble bullshit. We, um, we are available on many directories. If you are listening to us, obviously you found us on one of them. But just to refresh your memory, we are on iTunes, Google Play. We are on iTunes radio app, the iHeart radio app. And, of course, our um, host site, podomatic.com, which is our um, main episode webpage. Now, if you're looking for old... Old school episodes, go to podomatic.com and you can find the Google Drive links to any episode that is no longer available on all, all those directories if you feel like diving deep into the uh, soul of heavy metal over a six-pack and um, listening to the, uh, the roots and the beginnings. Because I'm not going to say that we got better with age, but you know what? They're there, and I, I think we did our best. Lost and confused, and that was just kind of like lost. We did our best. Not as confused. Or not. Did our best. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's not both. There's some good stuff out there, man. But the um, the old episodes, if you can't find them in the directories, if you're like, dude, I want to start from the beginning. It's like, and I can't find them on iTunes. Well, you probably can't because they're probably not there. They're probably not there anymore. But go to Podomatic.com, and you can find the Google Drive links to check out our early shit and you can listen to me and anthony fumble over each other <laughs> like while we figure out this play. while we figure out this uh podcast game mm-hmm. um i'm be here for announcements did i did i uh did i get all the announcements I believe so. all right we got um we have a very direct episode for you we have two segments we're we're gonna roll with today we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about some uh some bands that you may never heard of some hidden gems we have a guest hidden gem list today. We have a guest hidden gem list. 
Thank you, homeboy from uh, Maryland. And uh, after that, we're going to do some... Send crab cakes. We're going to do some album reviews, and we're all going to drink some beer. What? And... (laughs) I guess, crab uh, they're Maryland crab cakes. They're known for their crab cakes. What do you want? Well, I love crab cakes. It's good stuff. See? He agrees. Send crab cakes. I love crab. <laughs> he didn't agree. He just said he likes crab cakes. Look, we're reading your list on, on air. I love you crab. You can send us some crab cakes. I love crab, too, man. Like those, like those, those the king claw crabs, man. Like those things are like fucking badass. They're like $23 a cluster up here. But. And we get some beer review after the fact. At least two of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, America. Fucking rock on. Heavy metal over the six-pack. Hidden gems. Fans you probably should know by now. So, uh, we were sent five. Uh, There's no particular order to going in. I'll do a little backstory, and then um, we can kind of give our our, uh, individual opinions on it and whatnot. Um, So, the first one is Polyphia, I believe is how you would say that. What is it? Polyphia. Okay, so this is the user submitted hidden gems, if I'm not correct. If I'm not mistaken. <coughs> okay. Fan submitted. Yeah, fan, I guess. Fan submitted. That's a that's a better word. User it fan. Sounds more professional. More sycophantic. Sign is right, buddy. What? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh. Is this them? No. You can cut this out. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to play it as I went through it. I'm looking at them as we speak. So, Polyphia is known for the melodic and progressive sound, which employs heavy use of technical lead guitar harmonies, yet catchy riff writing. That should have been in the same sentence. I wrote that wrong. Anyway, they can be considered a member of the, I don't know how you say this, Gent, D-J-E-N-T, if it's Gent, if it's... I don't know. There's two Jeff, vowels next, Jeff. two consonants next to each other, and I get confused. Anyway, I mean, that's like the big thing now. Is, is this, this is the new sub 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 genre of the metal scene? Can't people just play music? Uh, the band consists of guitarist Tim Henson, Scott Lee Page, bassist Clay Gober, and drummer Clay. Something I can't pronounce. Uh, let's see. They um. They actually retrieved, achieved mainstream success when the guitar playthrough of Impassion from the EP went viral on YouTube. That's how they, they got their... Um... Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they're all um, instrumental okay. for the most part. Um, they're, they're very talented, in my, I mean, in my opinion. Um, I, myself, I, I like words in my music. I have to have something to follow. Or else it's just background noise in my mind, I guess. Be, uh, my the, um, Any thoughts in your end? So Pink Floyd is when you when you go noise. instrumental. Yeah. The pro- the problem I have with instrumental is like I can I can recognize talent like instrumental, but like after like 10, 15 minutes, you, like yeah. you don't get the hook of like the vocals and like if for for many like Metallica song like seven minute intro. Start the song. Well, there's that, but if you're if you're a casual fan of like music and like whatnot, like you're gonna lose your you're gonna like lose your attention span, like when it comes to, like instrumentals. So like, the, uh, everybody digs instrumentals. No, that's, no it's, that's, hard. That's, that's it's hard. It's hard. Like you have see, to. See, I don't mind them. You have to like. appreciate, and you know what? I've actually heard good instrumentals, but you have to have like a hook to them. Well, I mean, it's like classical music. 
sure. You know, there there have to be recognizable parts. There have to be parts that you know speak to you. And you know, you're where you're just having music, like the the actual music itself speak for itself. So I mean, the the, the hardest part is so like when you when you're instrumental, like something needs to identify with you as like the vocal of the song. So like something needs to like catch your attention and like kind of hold on to your attention span like the whole time. Because like if you have like a if you have a vocalist in if you have a vocalist in a band as an example, a lot of the times like that's going to be like the person who's going to be like at your forefront. Like so, no matter what the band is doing behind you, the person that's at your forefront is going to be your focal point. Right. When when you uh, create a create a relationship with like with that music. So, mm-hmm. um, I would use Lame Genie as an example. Okay. Lame Genie is a band that is uh, instrumental. They're a three-piece. There's a guitarist, there's a bass player, there's a drummer. And the guitarist actually kind of acts as the lead role in the focal point because he is playing instrumental versions of like video like, game yeah, music. But it's video game music that you can you relate to. Correct. Like, I'm going to listen to Lame Genie. I'm going to say, dude, that's Punch Out. I'm going to listen to yeah. Lame Genie. I'm going to say, dude, that's like Zelda. I'm gonna listen to Lame Genius. I do. That's fucking Mario. Oh, you got recognition, right? There's recognition, and that's what vocals like do to music, which is very important. So, like, when you're an instrumental, like, you need something that like actually kind of pulls that hook to it towards you. So, see, see, in my my mind, with my issue with instrumentals, is like you listen to it, and I'm waiting for the guy to tell me the weather. Like, because my dad used to keep it on all the time, the Weather Channel, and that's, you hear, like, that kind of just music going on, uh, and then you hear the forecast, and then, like, you, in my mind, it's implanted. See, maybe it's because um, I grew up listening to soundtracks and scores, classical music. Um, I don't have a problem just listening sure. to an instrumental. Like, I don't have those... That, that problem with listening to an instrumental. Um, I'll go out of my way to listen to a score. I like my instrumentals. So when I talk about it, like instrumentals, like I'm, I'm actually talking, like an average fan. Like I like to consider myself a, a heavy fan of music. I get bored with instrumental. I'm the same boy. Like, I can listen to probably 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes, but after that, like, I, I want something that, like, actually communicates. Yeah, I'm a mood music person. Sure. Uh, I, I listen to music that, that fits my mood. These days, it's a lot of atmosphere. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, listening to a lot of rain fall and... No, no, atmosphere, the band's atmosphere. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> the ecosystem? In, in, in indie hip-hop band. Uh, moving on. Uh, next one on the list here is Ever Forthright. Um, the only uh, information I could get on these guys is actually from the Facebook. So they must they must be, I mean, I believe they're fairly new. Local. Or, yeah. To uh, uh, local would be the word. New York City. I guess kind of. Sort of. Send cupcakes. Anyway, <laughs> New York City has crab cakes. <laughs> All right. Um, as long as they don't send their clam chowder, because that's weird. A Manhattan nonsense. Anyway. Um, Tomato soup with cream. Background for these guys. So, uh, Ever Forthright is a progressive metal band from one of the most musically diverse places in the world, New York City. 
artfully fusing modern jazz, progressive metal, hip-hop, electronica, and other styles of music okay. into an auditory landscape is one of the reasons why Everforthright are quickly becoming known as true architects of modern music. This is on the Facebook, and I feel like the guy actually wrote it who's in the band, so I mean... <clears throat> anyway. It uh, sounds like a little bit of a fluff job. Uh, most of the members have attended and or graduated from some of the top jazz performance schools in the world. Jazz. Mm-hmm. A wide range of musicians, groups, fuel this band's sound, such as Meshuga, Kneebody, Cynic, Deftones, Wayne Krantz, Suicide Silence, Jill Scott, Kurt Rosenwinkel, and many others. No filler, no rehashed riffs, just pure or original music. <clears throat> now their list of of uh, sounds was pretty. Yeah, it's where they're they're like you know based off of. We're listening to them now. I'm sorry, did I interrupt, did I interrupt something? Is this them? As far as I know, according to iTunes, I believe it is. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say this this uh, this band a lot. And I know Ryan is a big fan of these guys, and this is, I think, where the influence oh, wait a all this on. comes from. I'm so sorry. Let me interrupt. I'm one bit behind. Where are we at? Ever fourth grade. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm, I'm like, like, where's the where's the hip hop? Where's the electronic? Hold on. Hold on. Ever fourth right? Yes. Ever one word. Fourth right. One word. I'm sorry. I was indulging pizza. This is ever fourth right. They don't know that. Well, our non-listening audience, this is never forced. Going back to what I, what I was saying, and uh, the band that I'm going to say a lot throughout this, and like I said, Ryan, I know is a big fan of them. Uh, Protest the Hero is what I get a lot in all of these. You have that the crazy, I don't even know the word for it, but the, the guitar work up and down that follow the drums and everything. A um, little bit of scream, a little bit of the high-pitchy kind of vocals going on there. They're not bad at all. I, I have nothing against them. Uh, but again, I, I just think Protest the Hero, and I go directly back to them in my mind. There's my a lot opinion. going on. There is. It's like layer on top of layer. <clears throat> so my in, um, my extensive listening pleasure of uh, Ever Forthright. If I was going to give you uh, one criticism of Ever forthright is that they have songs sometimes that last like seven eight minutes and there's just like really no reason for it it's like you don't need to be eight minutes long here you don't need to be seven minutes long here like this song was wrapped up about three and a half minutes ago wrap it up and me and ryan actually discussed this like while in the car like listening to said music i'd be like this song doesn't need to be happening right now But they're different, and there's a, there's a, there's yeah. a lot of guitar lick. There's a lot of there's I mean, kind of like what Anthony was saying. Like if you're if you're a protest hero fan, like you, this might be right up your alley. <laughs> the random nonsense yeah. and the written like <laughs> not nonsense, but you know you know what I mean when I say like the nonsense. Schizophrenic music. But I, uh, honestly, I have done, they're, they're they're decent. They're they're good. They're catchy. They're talented. Uh, next in line is a band called, I don't, I'm going to assume it's sixth, as in like yep. the number, but it's S-I-K-T-H. Um, 
They're a British progressive metal band progressive from metal Watford, Hertfordshire, England. 99. They're considered to have been a key influence on the development of Gent along with Sugar. Uh, the style of music is hard to categorize, and as they incorporate many different elements of metal, rock, and hardcore, they're commonly categorized as progressive metal, which I feel like a lot of these bands are, uh, due to their unorthodox approach, I guess. You ask me, this is Protesta here with Jonathan Davis. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh, I mean, it's, it's got the, the, the diddles in the back with the guitar yeah. work, but the, the vocals are a little more uh, heavier with it. But uh, like I said, he sounds like Jonathan Davis to me. Like if they gave corn speed, here you go. Now I feel like I'm watching the 1986 Transformers movie. <laughs> You've got the touch. Yeah. Uh, again, um, actually, I actually really like these guys. I, I saved a few of the songs. They're, they're pretty decent. Uh, the the gonna, you know use this corn the corniness of it um, was was a hook in my mind. But yeah, I, I would I would definitely recommend them. Next in line is a band called Corellia. C-O-R-E-L-I-A Corellia Corellia Say it again Or spell it again C-O-R-E-L-I-A Just one L Yeah It's a Star Wars <laughs> reference Now there's a There's an interesting uh, Background behind these guys um, So let's see They were a metal band Hailing from San Diego, California The band was managed by Outer Loop Management Until October 2016 Corella have released Two EPs Nostalgia 2011 And Nostalgia 2012 instrumentals and extras so they're essentially the same album just one has a little more and instrumental so the uh the band has con caused controversy sorry controversy as they have raised over thirty thousand dollars via crowdfunding platform indiegogo and have presented little to no evidence of an upcoming album due to lack of updates or any immediate presence at all they're technically considered to be disbanded uh, January 2000, um, 21st, 2015, they created the the uh, campaign. Um, they do- almost doubled their goal in a month after they, uh, they released it. Um, they announced that the album would be 90 minutes long, doubled this album. The campaign promised a release date within 2015. And as of September 2018, no new material is apparent. There's been no evidence since the last update, which is October 2016, that they're even still together. So they, uh, the people are not happy. They want their money back. All $30,000 of crowdfunding that they got from it to make an album that... Uh, I think yeah. Um, uh, somebody, oops. Somebody bought some groceries. The, uh, again, protest the hero. But the song Treetops is actually really, really good. Probably one of my my top picks out of all the songs in all the bands. I, I it's very creative. Again, very talented individuals. They have a uh, not sure what they're doing anymore, but it's weird that they have no actual albums. It's all singles and an EP. Huh. So interesting. Running from the IRS. Something. <laughs> and crowdfunding. Pretty crowd soon they're gonna make headphones. Go on, take the money and run. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20 years from now. 
That's too bad that, like, out of this uh, list I gave, but I think this is, like, in my top two or three. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Very good. So we, uh, we have one more band at the end of this. <clears throat> uh, this was actually the, uh, the kind of outstanding different one, I guess. Other uh, band called Kalma. C-K-A-L-M-A-H. Uh, they are a melodic death metal band from, I'm not sure how to say this since it's like 90% vowels, but it's O-U-L-U. I feel like if you get scared, you're like, Ugh! like that's the sound I, I assume. Ulu. In my mind. Uh, they were formed in uh, 98. Um, they were, and uh, less than a year after the formation, they were signed to Spine Farm Records right off the bat. The word Kalma is Karelian and can be translated to, or as, to the grave or to the death. Um, so it's weird. They, they have an album that was released in uh, 2018 called Palo. Um, which, compared to like most of their other albums, is a lot different. The older stuff is very cannibal corpses. Like, the vocals, it's like very angry, screamy. Yeah. Um, you can tell it's, it's a Swedish, you know, uh, death metal. Uh, but if you listen to Palo, any of the songs out of the last album, it's very Amada Marthy. It's a little slower. The the, the uh, growls aren't as high pitched. They're in the lower octave, I guess would be the term there. Um, they're not bad. Um, not totally in my my wheelhouse, but they're, they're they're decent. And I mean, to be able to be assigned within a year, less than a year after being formed, I mean, you got to be doing something right. If you listen to um, if you listen to the whole catalog of Calma, if you are a uh, Children of Bodom fan, like. Probably, gosh, what year are we in? 2018. 2018. So if you if you listen to Children of Bodom, maybe anywhere between 15 to 20 years ago, Kalma actually has like the Children of Bodom spirit to them, like from back in the day. Like that was the um, that was like the one thing about like this band that when my when when, uh, when my friend and I actually um, initialized that. It's like listen, it's like this is this is like Children of Bodom like back in the day. Like that's why I love these these guys because they kind of kept that essence and whatnot. Because Children of Bodom is uh, with band changes and lineup changes and like whatnot is is kind of evolved into like a different thing. But these guys are kind of going back to like those roots. And when he when he when he brought that up, I was like, yeah, yeah, I can I, I can I can feel that I can feel that. Jumping on board. It's like if a, if a band was like to come up with like some old school like in flames like in flames like you know twenty years ago it's like not in flames of today. No, God no. And the guitarist actually quit because of it. <laughs> like you guys oh, do your man. thing, I'm out. Yeah. That's all I had. So those are our, our five bands from Mr. Ryan. This is also in my uh, my top crab three. Cakes, Ryan. Yeah, Cal- Calma. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Apparently, we need some crab cakes next time we come down, bro. <laughs> do that. We, uh, we went off with some lobster when you were down here. Or up here, I should say. So sense. you gotta bring some crab up with you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw in a, a little maple bonus syrup here. syrup or some shit. Uh, a sixth hidden gem on my end. Uh, this is the band I've been religiously listening to for the past um, month, let's say. Uh, they're called Sons of Texas. These guys, uh, I've, I've been... Uh, another band that we've talked about before is uh, The Showdown. Where they have that, like... Pantera-y, southern right. kind of metal with like the heavy riffs and the squeals. 
And um, these guys have two albums, Forged by Fortitude, 2017, and 2015, Baptized in the Rio Grande. Um, both albums are phenomenal. I can listen to both of them. Um, it's very Phil-ish. His vocals, even I've watched some of their live uh, concerts and stuff, even his demeanor. Um, they're, they're flawless live. Highly enjoy them. Definitely, uh, definitely to check into if you're into the Pantera genre. Anthony threw this out, out to me. It's like, dude, check out this album. And like, I think I my my exact uh, response back was, dude, this is Pantera. Pantera-ish. Like they got the the, the guitarist has got the squeal, like the dime bag squeal. The um the vocals are actually, I mean, they're they're pretty Phil ensemble. Like when you when you when you talk about like some of the Pantera days, I mean if. I mean, not definite no. Phil Ensemble, but maybe if you're, Southern, if you're thinking like Live 101, I mean, this guy could probably do... <clears throat> the uh, the comments on Facebook would say like, oh, Phil has a son. Stuff like that. Yeah, fuck comments. I'm so tired of comments. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm done with comments. Like, It's like a Yelp review. If Yelp ever started doing album reviews, God help us all. We all suck. My story. Just take it with it. So that's my, my small bonus for you guys. Ah, oh, very nice. Is that it? Is that all the hidden gems? A little user action plus uh, Sons of Texas? Yep. All right, man. Rock on. Ryan, bro, thanks for the list, kid. Mm-hmm. Got on the show. Nice list. I'll move right along. Do crab some album cakes. reviews. We don't have crab cakes, man. I brought pizza. Yeah, I know the pizza was good, but I'm just saying that. So when he comes thank back you. and he listens to this. Uh, thank you, Gardner Alehouse. To listen to his. For the pizza. What are you looking at me for? Eat away. I don't care. Eat it. Why are you looking at me? What is happening right now? What's, what's the matter? Are you okay? Huh? I offered you my pizza. You can eat my pizza. I never take the last piece. That was the last piece? Like you fucker. Rule number one. The hell am I going to eat the rest of the night? Unless you take the last piece while nobody else is in the room. Is that literally the last piece? Yes. I only had two. How many did you eat? Two. two. At four? I had two. You wouldn't have been grabbing another one. You had three, didn't you? No, I got two crusts over there. I ate my crust. I only had two. Now you're a dick. <laughs> I asked. Didn't I ask? <laughs> <laughs> it's alright man So my boy blue Cut that in half No I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, Anyways We're gonna move right along move Next right segment today Heavy metal over a six pack Smashed banana album review We brought some album reviews Smashed bananas. Some smashed banana album reviews. Except my uh, my co-hosts were very secretive about the album reviews they're bringing today because I have no idea what they brought for album reviews today. Jay, you've been quiet, bro. You want to start with us? Congratulations. I call it. I call it a three. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, you know, two and a half. Uh, I mean, it was solid. Yeah, it's not bad for seltzer. You, you you know it's you know you know it was a belch, <clears throat> sparkling water shit, sparkling water. 
Jay, bro, what would you bring for some uh, Smash, ba <laughs> Smash Banana album review today? Smash my bananas. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> my album review today was Clutch, Book of Bad Decisions. Newest album by the illustrious, fantastic, amazing Clutch. Um, I want to say it's been a couple years since their last last album. I forget when Psychic Warfare came out. Um, but oh, this I'm came out, out this year. Yeah, just last week. Oh, fantastic! Not even like yeah. two days ago. Yeah, I think when I messaged you, I saw the thing <laughs> yeah. for it. Or five days ago. Yeah. I really dug track, track three. Track three was like... Um, the entire album is great. Beginning to end. I really have nothing bad to say about it. Are they back to their roots? I don't... See, the thing for me is I don't think they ever left the roots. Um, I think they've just evolved. They have a tighter sound every time um, I'd say this is the best clutch album since uh, Beale Street to Oblivion okay. um, which was I want to say like three four albums ago um, they have quite the catalog of music um, but the reason I, I, I picked track three out was that I think it's a uh, uh, track is called In Walks Barbarella. Um, track three is booked by Bad Decisions. Track five would be In Walks Barbarella. What is it? Would you like to talk about track five? Uh-oh. I think he's not even drinking. Um, well, I'm here for fact checking. No, I just wonder if the track listing I saw was wrong. So good, brother. In, in Walks Barbarella. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on our door. Maybe track three. <laughs> I have it listed as track three here. Dude, you're fine. We're cool. I'm just a fact check guy. Proud of you. I've decided. I just need to produce and direct the program. Can, I don't need to. Be a I don't need if, to offer. How can it be a fact if I have a contradicting fact right here? Wow. I don't know. I'm looking at the album right now. I feel like iTunes comes to me, me too. It could just be the... So let's just call it by name. In Walks okay. Barbarella. In Walks Barbarella. All right. Well, so whatever, whatever, whatever the... order you find, Listen, In Walks Barbarella. Sometimes when I don't remember, like, I remember the track number. Dude, I don't appreciate the fact that you fact-checked my fact-checking. <laughs> That's some bullshit right there. Because <laughs> we all know who's always right in this room. Me. Go to uh, Facebook, uh, Heavy Metal Over Six Pack, and we can, the poll will be up. Who is always right? Well, I vote for Salvatore. Me too. Well, it's either going to be Salvatore or the t-shirt hanging on the wall over there. Not the Growlers. The Growlers, dude, nobody messes with the Growlers. The only time they're wrong is when they're empty. Well, they're all empty. Huh. So they're all wrong now. Because one, if I left the growlers like full on the wall, they would not be cold. 
Dude, that would be incredibly unsanitary. It'd be very sticky. But I digress. Ah! Gotta bring that up in the beer today. <clears throat> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. You forgot. Yeah, don't, don't let me interrupt you. Let's talk about uh, Clutch. Clutch. Book of Bad Decisions. Book of Bad Decisions. Newest album. Would you say it was a bad decision? No. Good. This is a... a, a the name, then. It's a good decision. Buy this album. <laughs> Go out. Spend money on this. This is a solid album. Um, this came out a week. This came out a week ago. Yeah. Didn't Five they days. just come around again with like Seven Dust? I think I, I. I feel like I saw something like the Whistler. Play. I think they're coming back up to the House of Blues. Oh. They're usually up this That's area. A That's a good venue. Winter. I don't care what anybody says. Like, like House, of, House of Blues is a I good I like venue. that you can eat next door and watch the band that's on with your TV. I feel like, I, I feel like you can. Or go to the bar next to that. That's what I mean, yeah. And then, you can watch yeah, no, no, no. and then the one down from it, if you there's want like to watch There's like Yard sports. House, there's, <laughs> ba- there's Bar Louie, there's fucking, what's the, um, Bill's Bar? Bill's Bar is right next to sure. House of Blues, I think. I've been to the place up at the corner. Jillian's used to be there, but yeah. it doesn't exist anymore because Jillian's is, uh, it's like Lucky Strike Lanes now. I don't mean to, to cut it. Do they normally have, like, the, the horns and stuff? For no, that's okay. why yeah, this no, is I, like. I just kind of caught that. It, it, yeah. seems, it sounds very New Orleans-y. Yeah. Oh, one of the, one of the lyrics in, in. They're funky, though, man. In this, like, in this like, song is uh, weaponized funk. Be interesting to see it, like how this album translates live, because uh, you they know are I know so good I, live too. I know there's a cult following for like Clutch. They're they're and fantastic live. I would be lying if I would say if I said I was ever like a huge Clutch fan. Like I I, I appreciate Clutch. Like I I respect. They're Clutch. one of the hardest working bands in music. Yeah. They're always working. Always always working. Side projects, like. They just, the guys never stop. See, I like to dispute that. I like to think that I'm one of the hardest working musicians in music. And none of you have even ever heard of us. Me, us, our, me, myself, and I. Sire. Go Sire. Hashtag Sire. At Sire Metal Band. www.facebook.com forward slash sirebandcom at marked official alright I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm sorry I'm sorry that's it Jay what would be your what's my smash bananas rating smash some fucking bananas right now you need a smash bananas out of five smash bananas six smash bananas yeah we do six bro. why have I been rating 4.5 then damn that's fucking weird, man. We do everything at a six. Come on, man. You're not that drunk. Not this time. You and your Maybe seltzer water. Yeah, remember. You and your seltzer water. Or is it just so, vodka? Uh, one Dude, being a green banana. You give him a one? No, no. I Dude, clutch. I'm so sorry. It's six being absolute <laughs> classic. Certified banana bread. Five or six certified banana bread, I bitches! Would give this album a five. Certified banana bread! Woo! I get excited about banana bread. I like banana bread, especially like smothered in, br- in butter on a griddle. See, I, I, cream I, cheese. See, I put cream cheese. I put, see, I put, I cre- could, I I put could, crepe jelly, is where it's at. 
Or they have a blackberry jelly with like the blackberries in, you put that That's with the butter. Fucking weird. Fucking good. <laughs> fucking good. Uh, maybe like underneath my cream cheese. What? You don't put cream cheese that you're weird It's like stuffed banana bread, yes. man. We could be like making jam. like stuff in You could like, put Dude, we can have on. a food, we can have a food truck right now, like stuffed banana bread with cream cheese and blackberry jelly. I don't I don't cook, so I can't help you guys. You're a bitch. Dick. I can't. <laughs> Go on. All right, well, you be the manager and I'll fucking cook. I don't yeah. give a shit. I'll fucking I'll make some banana bread and french toast like something fierce. Okay. I'm going to sit in the office and supervise. And get drunk. So we just so me and you were just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Whatever. This I'm game sold. This game blows, man. <laughs> <laughs> Screw all you. Marcus, what was your band of choice? Where are my Sorry. notes? Your Hold album on. of choice. Am I next? Yes, you are. I feel oh. like we should have sound effects for smashed bananas for a certified banana bread. We should. There should be some. There should You're be. You're going to have like a, like a oven banana timer. Banana bread. Like an oven timer. The problem is I've been like so bit. You know, Chicken's done. I've done so many like sounders and like sound effects. So like I'm just, oh, I'm like burnt out. Guys, I'm going heavy metal. Oh, that's funny. I call I call this I call this heavy. I Such call a weird this. departure on a show called Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it's been a long time since we talked about the heavy metal. Bring back Dolly Parton. Woo! So the you know what the ba- this isn't new by any means, but this is the band's like um, original and I believe only uh, only release. The 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 album's called The Mortal Coil. This is a band called the uh, Polaris. Polaris or Polaris? P-O-L-A-R-I-S. So like the snowmobile company? So Polaris. So Polaris. Yeah, so like kind of like the snowmobile company. So like when you Google these guys, it's a fucking pain in the ass because you have to like put like right. band and you have to like put like Mortal Coil. I couldn't even find a goddamn Wikipedia because I wanted to give you guys some background on these I don't dudes. mean to cut into you. You know what the hardest band to find is? Live. The band live? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> You type that, it's like, oh, this band live, or this band live, and then this band live. Like, no, 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 like, like the band. Maybe my search engine just knows how old I am. <laughs> Maybe. So the problem I'm that like, I have, because, you know what, I wanted to talk about this album, and I wanted to talk about this band, and I don't have a lot of background information on them, because, like, iTunes doesn't have a lot of background information. I couldn't find, like, a Wikipedia about them. But what I can tell you is they came out with, like, the, the album, The Mortal Coil, in 2017. And, um, it's not that old. No, it's relatively new. It's yeah. not brand new by any means. And it's their only release that's out there. And they are about to tour right now. They are the opening act for the Devil Wears Prada, August Burns Red, and Parkway Drive. So as of tomorrow, hopefully, as long as my work schedule like works works in my favor, I will be able to give you a live music report on these guys because you know what I'd be willing to bet that like Polaris translates live like sexy as fuck so we will find out here is my 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 overall critique of the album the album has 11 tunes it starts with uh, it starts with a song called Lucid it continues with a song called The Remedy it uh, continues with a song called Relapse and then Consume three out of the four of those songs so like if you have like an iTunes or a Spotify like you know usually have like a little star like like next to like so three so lucid the remedy and consume are the the four songs that are that are considered like their popular tunes like according to iTunes lucid 
is their opening track. What I really like about this album is like is the way that they structured it. Like you know how if you if you listen to an album, like you can listen to it like start to finish and it makes sense. Like this is how I wanted to open my album. Sure. This is how I wanted to finish my album. Like Lucid makes sense. So like when I when I see them tomorrow, if and when I see them tomorrow. I actually fully expect them to open with Lucid. If they open with anything other than Lucid, I won't know what they're doing anymore. I give up. Yeah, right. I'll just throw my hands up in the air. Like, I don't understand, but the way that they structured this al- this whole album, all 11 of these songs, it just makes sense. Now, he- here's my criticism of Polaris. There's not one song in there that like really has like that great hook. So what you have with Polaris, especially with like a lot of the bands that are out there today, like a lot of the bands that are out there, you know, you have like the Avenged Sevenfolds, you have like, we we, we already spoke, like Children of Bottom, like In Flames, like, sure. you have like, you don't necessarily have like a rhythm and a lead guitarist, you have like two lead guitarists and like they'll, they'll like swap their roles. My, my thing with Polaris is you have two rhythm guitarists probably in this band because in all honesty if you if you listen to Polaris there's nothing incredibly special but it's clean it's clean and it fits like these guys are just actually creating like good old school heavy metal music the singer isn't anything special he has a nice clean scream it doesn't suck and he has a good, solid, clean vocal. The guitarist, nothing special, but it has a clean rhythm. It's and, solid. And a clean back and a clean background. It's good old school heavy metal. You know what? If you like Polaris, you're going to Polaris to get excited, be happy that you're seeing live music, and just fucking chill. That's 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 my honest to god opinion on like Polaris, and you know what? I dig that about Polaris. Cool. Smash banana wise, I'll give them a four. I really do, because they don't suck. They're not the most incredible thing I've ever heard, but I can dig this. I can drive around in my truck, yeah, with the volume loud and just be completely friggin' happy. It's got a great balance of like. Hardcore scream. It's got a great balance of clean vocals, and they're talented. And I like the drummer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you've you, you've listened to these guys, Anthony, but no like if if you if you've actually like checked them out, I actually really think the the drummer carries this band. It's a little more prominent, isn't it? What's yeah. that? And is cre- like if, especially if we get into like a lot of like the other tracks, like it, it feels creative to me. And like I I can't break down drums, but like I, I feel like I can recognize that. Like there's some creativity there. Oh, yeah. Like he's not you're not just listening to like a like a Fear Factor like <laughs> like a 180 like B, BPM crap like nonsense or whatnot. Like this dude can actually play. And I hope for the love of, for the love of God that I get to the Palladium tomorrow night at 7 p.m. and I can see Polaris play a 20-minute set because I cannot wait to give you the live music review after this album review. Four out of six, not quite banana, not quite banana bread, but 
I fucking dig them. Banana cream pie. <laughs> like I said, if we if we keep branching off, I'll, be, I'll <laughs> never remember any of these. I'll have to like remember all of them. Banana tart. But dude, the the album like once again is called The Mortal Coil. It came out in 2017. It's by the band Polaris. They are on tour right now with August Burns Red <laughs> and Parkway, Parkway Drive, Drive, who I've never seen until tomorrow. And Anthony over there is going to suffer through a whole fucking show. Like, we're not leaving early, bitches. <laughs> All right, we'll leave before an encore. Uh, how can you leave before the encore? We do it all the time. I don't think, I, I don't think we've been to a show that we have not left before an encore. Oh, <laughs> That's a big spider web. Rachel wants me to burn down the back of the house. We left the Slipknot show before they played Wayne Bleed. No, they played Wait and Bleed. I think that was your argument. Because, like, dude, they already played Wait and Bleed. We can go now. Slipknot? The Slipknot show? I feel, we stayed for most of it. Yeah, we left pretty early. Did we? Pretty early. But that parking lot sucks because I hate yeah. Mansfield. Fuck Mansfield. No, seriously, I don't know if I've been on this ramp before, but if you're in Mansfield, Massachusetts... If you're at security in Mansfield, Massachusetts, if you're at security at the Xfinity Center, you should take the sharpest fucking stick out of any fucking woods that you can possibly find and shove it so far up your fucking ass because you know what? You suck. You know what? I can go to a concert with a group of 30-somethings and you guys treat us like we're like 16-year-olds that, know that, that know how, don't know how to hold fucking water. And to that, I say, fuck you, Mansfield. Fuck you, old fucking hag bitch with your stupid fucking rules where if you're holding more than two alcoholic beverages okay my girlfriend goes to the bathroom we just paid 12 fucking 50 a piece for these goddamn drinks and like somebody goes to the bathroom so you're holding the girlfriend's beers and like whatnot but like all of a sudden you have more than two drinks in your possession you're not talking to some fucking 12 year old kid bro that's what I'm fucking saying. It's like, dude, just back the fuck off. Like, I don't give a fuck about your fucking rules. See, this has happened. Like, we're having nice, a nice clean episode, and we're going to, like, fucking go off. Mansfield fucking blows. That's, and you know what? I that's understand what the part grinds of- his gears. Yeah, You know what really grinds my gears? Like, Gillette Stadium charges you $40 for parking, and you could probably murder the shit out of somebody and get away with it at Gillette Stadium because you paid $40 for parking, so, like, all bets are off. Fucking drink whatever you want as long as you don't bring a keg. Don't bring a keg to Gillette Stadium, but you can bring bottles, you can bring beers, you can bring the whole nine yards. But the fact that Mansfield, Massachusetts has probably a larger parking lot than Gillette Stadium, mind you, but... They don't charge for parking, which is great. Awesome. You don't charge for parking. So now it's public property. So these dipshit cops, which I'm all about the police force. I'm all about the police force. But you know what? Why don't you arrest somebody who's actually fucking up? Because I can't, I can't tell you how many country shows I've had to fucking endure at Mansfield, Massachusetts, where I'm sorry. If I can't drink at a fucking country show... Just put a fucking bullet in my right side temple, like, right now. Because 
You fuckers driving yeah. around. Yeah. Well, he's thought about this. In your goddamn fucking little golf carts with your big fucking bins where you're like taking all like the fucking beers from like the 16 and 17 year old little dipshit fucking teeny boppers. It's like, dude, I'm a 34 year old fucking dude sitting in my truck barbecuing some sausage and some burgers. Get off my fucking back, man. If I'm fucking cracking a fucking Bud Light, just keep fucking going. We're, dr- we're barbecuing some food. We're having a couple lights. We're playing some cornhole. What have I done to society that is a goddamn problem? But no, not in Mansfield. No, we're not going to allow this in Mansfield. Are you fucking stupid? What does everybody in their fucking right do before a fucking concert? They're going to fucking drink their ass off because we have to pay $12.50 inside the stadium. And then you get in the fucking place and some dipshit pours all your beers on the drain because you have more than two within a 10-foot vicinity of you. Couldn't have more than one. Fuck you, Mansfield. So we just sat in our cars, right? Plus, you PC'd my girlfriend, and I had to drive two and a half hours to come get her. And I was at a party, which, by the way, police officers of Mansfield, I smoked at least three bowls of pot prior to me arriving there. So you can suck it. Like a mixing bowl? Like one of those KitchenAids. No. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant for the day. Mansfield, fuck you. Mansfield, Mass, fuck you. Xfinity Center, Fuck you. I hate that venue. I hate it. You know what? Your floor sucks. The field seats blow. All of those stupid bullshit seats that you put in that amphitheater suck it. And your fucking beer prices can blow a fucking goat. Should the goats happen? Go on. Oh, I could, but I'm not going to. I don't care if you have free parking. Fuck you. Oh, no. You know what? You do have free parking. We go to the goddamn Warp Tour, and I got some stupid bitch outside, like, handing me a fucking flyer with dead oh, yeah, fucking animal that, yeah, feces and, like, all this, like, like, what the hell do I want to see, like, baby fetuses, fetuses for? Yeah, fetus. I, I came here for, like, a good time. Fetus, not feces. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said dead feces. I, did, I probably did both. Okay, I was very confused. I was it was like, like page two, page two. Is like your fetus feces? turns into the feces. I'm concerned. It's like, why the fuck do I want to see that? Why can she pedal her bullshit, but I can't pedal a little fucking common beer drinking with some fucking cornhole? Fuck you, Mansfield! Fuck this game! Uh. And that has been Marcus's rant. We'd like to invite you to come back next week when you can hear such things as Marcus say, Fuck you, Mansfield! Once again. That was good. That was good. I liked that. This has been another episode of Marcus Rants. (sighs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That felt good to get off my chest. Feel better about yourself? Plus, I had to pee like something fierce during that whole time. So, like the fact that I get that uh, off my chest and I took like the leak, like like a thousand seas. It was all. It was cumulative. That yeah, flowed like the Nile. Only like going right to, right to the that, that shit went right to the ocean. I feel like 
How do we even get on that? Like, why did I, I don't start know. Talking? Why did I start talking about Mansfield? Why does this happen every show? Why do you guys let this happen to me? Are you going to keep drinking those beers? No, would you like one? No, 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 no. Because I just had a thought. That when, as we're drinking the beers, when we get crappy beer, we save our crappy beer for our guests. <laughs> and so we have a segment that when our guest comes in, this crappy beer grab bag. And we just reach into the fridge, we grab one of our crappy beers. Kind of like it. <laughs> I don't know, how many guests have we had to like clean this out? Like we just put a bucket out there oh like full of God, beers. Oh my God, dude. The other the sublime day, guys, I love you guys. The other day when Jen man. was like, I'm so mad you got pineapple shandy. I'm like, I only got one. I did it amongst a lot of people. No, seriously, let's retry. Why, why do we get on Mansfield? Like, what are we talking about? You died. Oh, man, I just stopped. Listen. I'm telling you guys, you got, you got to reel me in. It's like, there's no re- there's no need for this rant right now. I mean, we're making time like a bandit right now, we so go. we had time for it. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm coding that. That's opinions under the influence, baby. Do it. Woo! All right, we got one more album review, I think. What'd you pick, bro? I did. Alice in Chains. Actually, before you do that, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Polaris from what you've heard? They're good. Are you excited? Are you excited for the morning? Dude, I can't wait for tomorrow. Dude, August Burns Red and Parkway Drive on the same fucking stage. That was not not happening. I I probably would have paid like two hundred dollars a ticket for that. But I didn't. Don't say we, that too loud. We only paid twenty five. Your phone's gonna. But you know what? The thing is, the okay, hold on. Here's another wait, opinion. Wait, on the wait again. Every time I have a segment, this guy's... Hold your fuck... I just gave you a whole segment. Hold on. So, it's $28 a ticket. $28 a ticket. So, you you buy two tickets, and then, like, there's a $15 a piece service fee and a $3 handling fee. Who the fuck is handling my ticket? I'm fucking printing it on a printer at my house. Who the fucking handled it? Ticketmaster. That's bullshit, man. It's like, why can't you just give me a straight up answer? It's well, like, well, I just want to know how much the fuck is going to cost me to go to the welcome show. Welcome to the anger of Eddie Vedder. I'm who, just saying. Who, like, for the record, has since caved and now goes through Ticketmaster. It just fucking, it, it really grinds my gears. It's like, dude, your ticket's only like $25 a piece. Dude, I'm fucking in. That's great. We are going to get but sued we're, by Fox. It's going to be $25 a piece. Plus it's going to be a $15 handling fee. Plus, you're probably going to be drinking. So we're going to charge you an 8% tax like prior to you coming to the venue. But we're going to charge you $10 a piece for every drink that you buy while you're there. And we're so going to... You're angry about something that happens everywhere. Yeah, well, somebody has to say it. Like, you have to take a loan out to go see a Bruins game. Oh, don't, don't, don't get me started about the ballpark. <sighs> if you, you, know what, you know what I recommend everybody doing? You, the only way that will ever change, if you go to Fenway Park or TD Garden, everywhere except for Gillette, because if you're at Gillette, you can actually avoid. I was a season ticket holder for three years. Guess what? We bought zero inside the stadium we brought everything the only way that you can affect pricing is to not fucking buy it hmm. and it's hard it's really hard i brought my boy to a celtics game one time it was a, it was yeah, it was his first celtics true. game i got in line and they wanted 1250 for a draft i said i guess i'm having one <laughs> yeah because that's lame oh that's super lame fucking lame 
anyway. See, that's the point where you just go for the hard liquor. But I don't understand there's like these hidden fees. Like if so why advertise it as thirty five bucks. Thirty five bucks flat rate. It's like it's like if you sign up for like a T Mobile contract. It's like here's your rate. T Mobile. Blah 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 a month. No hidden fees. That's all I want in like concerts. Why can't you be honest with me at concerts? If you tell me it's an eighteen dollar ticket, it should not cost me thirty eight. But anyway, I'll stop interrupting Anthony's segment. Allison Chains, baby. Are you sure? So I did uh, I did Alice in Chains for my album. They uh, released it this year, uh, Rainier Fog, which I feel like was the uh, definition of mist. I just looked that up. Um, so this is the third album without uh, Lane Staley. Staley. Ninety-five. Their um, self-titled. There we go. Uh, album was the last one that uh, he was actually in before he passed away in two thousand two. But um, now I, I haven't listened to anything after that album. I haven't heard the new lead singer at all. Um, William Duvall is the uh, the singer. But um, it's the first song starts off pretty decent. He sounds like. Um, also, the um, the rhythm guitarist Jerry Ken Cantrell yeah. uh, does a lot of the vocals as well at the same time, so it still has it out in transfields. It's not a bad album, but I'm used to like you know Rooster and stuff like that where he's like belting away and it's like the right. vocals. And this one, it's instrumentally this this album is phenomenal, it's, which is weird because usually when you think Alice in Chains, you don't really listen to the the no, instrumental as much. Right. So, the th- my only issue is, is that this, what you're hearing, his vocals, is like this in every song. It doesn't change, and it's very droning. <clears throat> but I, I actually went back to uh, Black Lives Gives Away to Blue 2009 and The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here 2013. They're all the same like this. Yeah. So it, it's been consistent. It's not a new thing. Um, the album's not bad. It's, uh, I feel like it's, it's a little heavier. Instrumentally wise, and a lot of the other ones, uh, between the guitar work and the drums, but um, it's it's not a terrible album. Uh, some songs are pretty decent. Are the uh, self-titled um, title track, "Rainy Fog," is good. The uh, first song. Now you, the album is called "Rainier." Rainier Fog. Like Mount Rainier. Yes, it's actually what it's based okay. on. Yep. It's really 1992. Their last album was Jerry Cantrell. No, 95 was their last. Allison Chains is self-titled. Dirt was 92. Jerry Cantrell. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like just, just for uh, for Marcus's uh, history stand because I'm still in uh, early so, 2000s. Jerry Cantrell was all solo. So Jerry Cantrell is n- who passed away? Lane, Lane Stanley. Stanley and Lane Mike Stanley. Starr. Thank you. Their okay. bassist passed away in 2011 as well. So, Mike so, Jer- so Jerry Cantrell is the current singer. Correct. No, well, Jerry Cantrell is the guitarist. He's been in since the beginning. Right. 87. Okay. Uh, William Duvall is the new singer. William Duvall. Okay. They didn't miss a beat when they when they found it. You know what? It it actually brings me back to like when ACDC like changed vocalists. Like they actually found somebody they could fill in. He fits well. For like ACDC, like they 
they're numb. And you know, you have the hardcores that are gonna be like, oh well, if you go see Alice in Chains now, it's not Alice in Chains because it doesn't. But I don't know. Like this is as authentic as, as far as I'm concerned, as you can get. Like, yeah, like if you heard it on the radio, you'd be like, oh, it's Alice in Chains. Mm. They didn't change their their style. Again, I go back to what I said. Their oldest stuff, the the vocals were a lot more impressive back then. But I mean, you have a different lead singer; it's gonna right. happen. But I mean, if you're an Alice in Chains fan and you enjoy, I mean, I feel like you're you're at home here. There's not yeah. much. You wouldn't lose much. You wouldn't gain much. Honestly, you know what I mean? I don't think they they tried for anything crazy. Try for anything not crazy. Right. My only issue is the vocals are very droning. It's the same tone at all times. See? But they always have them. They yes and no, but if you listen to like the rooster, he has like the high yelly parts, stuff like that. Uh, Woody's got that as well. Even um, but at the same time, I guess I, I guess say like the few songs that we tried the cover of Alice right. in Chains, like he can go f himself. Yeah. Like, come on, what are you doing to me right now? No, like, yeah. No excuses. If you're, if you're a cover band, you can't you can't you can't copy. You have to project your you own to, version. Yeah. Improvise. And hopefully you don't embarrass yourself. But um, fun in that. out of uh, out of six bananas, I would uh, I'd give it a four. Four. Because I'm content with it. I, I'm not mad. I know I caught myself headbanging a little bit to it, but it's not. It doesn't like stand out to me. It's right up there. It's right, it's on par with like every other like Alice in Chains album that like they they come out like I I I like the fact that they keep their I like the fact that they keep their um what's the word I'm looking for roots maybe. Yeah, like they, they keep where they came from. They keep. I dig that. Huh. Well, with a band like Alice in Chains, you know what sells. Right. And it's the original. They've been sounds. around long enough. How long has it been? Like 2018 for this one. Like when uh, was 2013 a... was the one before. So at least five years. Mm-hmm. So fun fact: Tool was announced 2019. Made as James mm-hmm. Keenan. Maynard James Keenard. We shall see. He's probably fucking all of us. Probably. It's gonna be like last I heard it was supposed to be out this year. It's so. gonna be like Pussifer. Hey. It's good stuff. <laughs> Don't laugh. Pussifer is some good Why shit. Not? I laugh only because it's true. That was That was a really good show too. Alright, so we got a four, we got a four. What'd you would you rate, Jay? Five. Rated a five, so we got two fours and a certified banana bread. Three albums, according to us, are worth your time. Hmm? Losing my voice from all my rants. I don't know why you guys let me do this. It's like, it's, hey, yo. It's, it's occasionally fun. You're bringing the show down, bro. Why, why are we... What? <laughs> I'm saying like you to me. You're I'm bringing just gonna the show start back. throwing coasters at you then. That'd be fun. That's it. Ooh, ow, ooh. There's a whole like. I've shit. been ow, I, I've fuck. been practicing. Ow. That's what why? I used to do in my downtime at <laughs> like, Olive Garden. Oh, I was gonna say why? Why is that your downtime? That's what I used to do my downtime at Olive Garden. What do you stand do there, the stand, no, stand I, there I, by I the computer I, and just. Uh, I throw coasters. Chuck coasters. Anthony, I think we got two beers to review today. We do. We do, unfortunately. Why don't you start? Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Do the best you can. I will. 
I have a uh, beer called. Uh, this doesn't actually. I don't think it has a name. It just tells you what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's called Golden Delicious. I think that's what it's called. Which tells you. I feel is off putting, but it's fine. Uh, Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. Out of Elmsford, New York. Uh, I thought you were going to say the sphincter of the like devil. The, yeah. The Big Apple. Get it? Whatever. Um, so this is ale aged in apple brandy barrels. Which sounds a lot better than it actually is. Um, it has a pungentness. It's not what you would expect. I guess I expected a little more sweetness, a little something, maybe a little cidery. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a little sweeter. Something, honestly. The problem Dude, this is got a, that... this got a bronze medal. Two of them. Uh, and 2012 what? 2012 and 2009. Maybe taste buds would have been. And what? I, I taste like a rusty ass. Like ass. The G-A-B-F bronze medal. The... German-American Beer Festival. It's very tiny. Um, I mean, I finish it, so I'll give it a two. <laughs> if I didn't finish wow. it, it gets a one. I'll give it a two. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I actually forgot the name of Uh, there it is. All right. So uh, prior to our episode today, I actually went to a um, – we had these guys on an episode a couple of episodes ago with, like, the Moon Hill Brewing. I went over to the Gardner Ale House to grab myself a pizza, and I brought a growler, like, fully intending on bringing something to uh, rate for the tonight's show. And um, I ran into our good buddy, uh, Matt Descharm, who was the uh, assistant brewer, and me and him – Sat down for probably an hour and a half longer than I ever intended of hanging out at the old house today. Um, between getting out of work and like going to uh, grab some brew, but um, asked him what was new and interesting, and uh, I can tell you the new and interesting stuff is pretty much coming after the Oktoberfest, which is September 29th, guys. Um, Gardner, Massachusetts has Oktoberfest in the street, which the um, the ale house is like heavily. Um, involved in the uh oktoberfest will get released that day tap for the first time it usually only lasts for a couple of weeks last year it was cold and rainy so they actually got two weeks worth of oktoberfest at the gardner hill house i have personally never had the gardner hill house wow. oktoberfest because i've never made it in a point but like we, we were talking some brews um fun fact like when we had them on the scrum chalet Scrum Shulesis, or whatever the hell it was called, the one in the tequila barrels. A little bit different now. It's not in tequila barrels anymore. It's in Chardonnay barrels. So if like, you actually go there, like Miller no, it tastes exactly like it came Some out of a Chardonnay like barrel. It's still a 12% alcohol by volume. Nice, nice. Put the wine in. So it still kicks your ass. But what I brought back. Um, 
I tried an IPA there. It was like King of. I forget the name, so I'm not even gonna try. I tried a New England IPA that they have on tap right now. It's um, it's a 7.2 alcohol percent by volume. It's a New England style IPA. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a King of Nipas and New England style IPAs. Okay. King of Nipas. And I was going to um, grab a growler of that, but then, you know what? I I got a sampling of this ROFL Copter beer. Ruffle Copter. So the, R- the ROFL Copter is... Um, Sounds like an Xbox Live gamer tag. It's, something. it's a farmhouse-style <laughs> sour. So when you say sour, though, like this is like subtly sour. Like there's a subtle sourness, but like if you go with an IB, IBU rating, which is like the drinkability thing. So if you have like a really hoppy IPA, like you're gonna be up in like the 50s and 60s. This thing's like a 13. But the problem with this thing is it's a 7.2% alcohol by volume, and after you have a couple of them, you just feel a little swirly. Like no, you, you drink them and you're happy. You're it's like, dude, I'm loving life. I'm loving life. And then after like two or three of them, like you just don't know where you are anymore. Luckily, I know where I am. We're down here recording some podcasts, and I'm still drinking this growler. Thank you. Thanks, man. Um, it's actually delight. You know, the best way to describe this beer is weird, because if you read the description. And then you have it, like you're gonna be like, dude, I like that. Doesn't sound like the, the description though. Like it's just weird, but I like it. Doesn't taste like Chardonnay. This one doesn't. No, this isn't on the Chardonnay ba- the barrel. Oh, this isn't. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, I thought you were. No, no, sorry. No, I thought no, you, no, you picked is, it up. This is a it. this is a farmhouse sour. This is a farmhouse. Right, okay, the raw focus. We can't bring the barrel aged stuff because that's a twelve percent alcohol by volume. So uh, if anybody from the um, the lawmakers of uh, beer distribution, I was not distributed a twelve percent alcohol by volume beer in a growler. Although I was told if I brought a thirty-two, not a sixty-four, we could have worked something out. Kind of fucked up there, but that was a premature fuck up. You know, out of six. I dig this. You know what? I wasn't into citrus before we started this thing. I wasn't into sour before we started this thing. I might be like completely like changing my 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 uh, my drift. This is a four out of six for me. Gardner Ale House, Moon Hill Brewing. Go go visit our buddies Matt and uh, Ryan because you know what? Especially after September 29th because they they told me they got some killer shit going on. Oktoberfest. Guys, getting last minute thoughts for the people? I know we're like relatively early, we're like con- really early. Yeah. C- compared to like what we normally we do. We had an itinerary. We did. Fucks up with that. I don't like control. Director dropped the hammer. Oh. Fuck that guy. In either case, it's always a pleasure, gentlemen. Of course. It's always a pleasure to have you all. Y'all. Listening. Y'all. Please. If you have not done so, or even if you have done so, go do it again. Y-A-L-L-L. Go rate the show and go rate an episode over any of those directories that you listen to us on. Do it. Come find us on Facebook. Give the page a like. 
Go a find share. us on iTunes. Give the page a like. Go find us on Instagram. Even though I'm not going to lie, I'm not on Instagram a whole lot, so there might be a couple of photos up there. But, you know, whatever. This is a world of social media presence. So, like, by all means, come fucking find us and share us with some buddies, man. Even if you don't like us, somebody will. <laughs> you got to know at least like one an person. <laughs> like an orphan. Yeah. You may not like him, but someone might. You know, it's one of those things, like, you might be surprised. Like, everyone, like, gets, like, shunned out by, like, the heavy metal label. It's like, why don't you listen to it? And, like, give it a shot. That's all I got today. Rock and roll. Anything else for the people, bro? I think we're good, man. Dude, we got live concert reviews coming up. Um, we got we got more interesting comment coming, uh, commentary, excuse me. We have more interesting commentary coming up. And uh, we're going to line up some more guests for you that way, uh... The show is always new, evolving, and interesting. Yes. True that. Until next time, this is Heaven All Over Six Pack. Peace. See ya. Peace. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of Heavy Metal Over Six Pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.